Welcome to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they bring sadness or glee, from hold my hand to blame it on me, we're it's all been done the podcast. Perhaps it's just as well that I still look like hell. At least the world can tell me apart from my co-host, Evan. What's left of him that's real? It's my co-host, Saker. <laughs> Not even a mutated ideal. Just Nope. Okay, just what's left of me that's real? Whatever's left. Do you think the world can tell us apart? <sighs> See, that's hard because we do look... If you look at the podcast icon, ladies and gentlemen, yes. I don't care if you're driving right now. Look mm-hmm. down at your Bring phone. It up. Bring it up. <laughs> Bring yep. it up. Uh, yeah, and I you actually just tell. slam on your brakes because it's not safe for you to be driving and look at your phone. So That's slam on your true. brakes. Stop in the lane you're in. Wherever you are right stop now. The car. If you're at the gym, stand Stopped. still on the treadmill. Yes. We need to look at this podcast icon. Can you yeah. tell us apart? We'll wait for a response. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. I guess we're good. Yeah. Cool. It sounds good. What about our voices? I know that there's some podcasts I listen to that like the, the hosts sound exactly the same. Yes. So I cannot tell them apart. Well, here's the thing is that I feel like in a lot of podcasts, I can't tell the hosts apart until I've listened to 10, 15 episodes. And mm. then it would be nuts for me to ever think they sounded the same at all. I mean, that's... Do you I think mean, it'd I be guess... helpful if we just said our name after each time we talk, Evan? That's not a bad idea, Saker. But see, now it sounds like <laughs> I'm calling you Saker. That was the joke. This is not going to work. We could just say over at the... I think we should <laughs> pretend that we're on Walkie Talk. Welcome to Truck Speak. <laughs> We've talked about doing that before. Uh, I was listening to one of our pilot uh, things that we... Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, from a million years ago. Oh, boy. And we talked about doing a, a podcast called Bear Down, uh, where we were doing a Bear Naked Ladies podcast, except we were both truckers. I'm not sure so what... So it's just done over a CB radio? I guess so. Well, I guess we wouldn't have to be in the same room for that, then. That'd Honestly, be the benefit. God. But we'd have to be driving trucks. <laughs> we would have, what kind of truck would you drive? It is not safe to be driving a truck and talking on the CB radio, so we would have to slam on our brakes. Yes, on yes, the yes, yes, yes. What yes. kind of truck would I drive? Yeah, like, what would you ship? What's your shipping... Which, first off, what's your trucker name? Oh, man. Dog Nabbit. Dog Nabbit? Yeah, it's not bad. What's your trucker name? Ah, like Barrel Snake? Barrel Snake is pretty good. That yeah, reminds me of a lot of one time, Yeah, the one time that I was at that bar and I got real drunk, like that honky-tonk bar, and I got really drunk and ended up like losing my clothes in a high-stake poker match, and I had to like wear that barrel home back to my truck, <laughs> oh. but it had the one hole, like the bung hole. Sure. And so my dick kept falling out. Do they really call that the bung hole? Yeah, it's Is called a bung. It's from? literally called a bung. That's hole. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. And it just looks like a butthole, and that's why we call people bungholes. Uh, I don't think it looks like a butthole. I mean, it looks like a hole, but like... <laughs> well, to me, every hole a, looks like a butthole. It's not a sphincter. <laughs> I will, kinda, I will stare at sad, my so like, waiting for poop to Yeah, come you out. like look at someone... When someone's talking to you, you look at their open mouth, and you're like, ugh, ugh, close it, close <laughs> Just, it. No, well... Poop comes out there. It, it excites me, but it, oh, I do, I do okay. know. I think Just, you stare at your coworkers' there. ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just lock in. I do. Just slow, slowly rising just crescendo as your. People, you know, the best way to seem interesting is to seem interested. And people think I'm very interesting because I just looked at them and wrapped attention. <laughs> yeah, the their faces time. are just full of buttholes to you, right? <laughs> Basically, that's. Speaking, Speaking of. of no, <laughs> bad transition full of buttholes. Speaking of someone whom you will devote rapt attention to. Uh, he is a comedy musician whose latest album, Songs to Sing at Children, is out right now. He's Mike Furman. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for being on. It is a delight to have you here. Thank you for introducing me with a 
ton of butthole talk. <laughs> I assume that's actually how you... not the worst lead-in I've ever had. Funny enough. Well, when you gave us the rider for you being on this show, you did say mm-hmm. as much butthole talk as possible. Yeah, I mean, we we had, you had like a specific number. Was it twenty-three <laughs> times we had to say the word butthole? It was twenty-three, but all of, all they were were asterisks. You guys introduced oh! the idea that they were. I just, but I guess actually, if you think about it, if you think about when you're writing and you put a little asterisk next to something, it is kind of like. The little leg butthole. Sure. Like, oh, and then like look down here. You're like, oh yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's the Gotta keyboard's butthole. One more idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to hit shift though before you can get to the butthole. As I keyboard. always <laughs> say, that was my catchphrase in go. high school. What? Yep. Um, oh, oh and then think about it. Uh, what what uh, number is the <clears throat> aforementioned hole uh, a part of? Uh, it is a part of a. Oh my god, two tiny That's buttholes. Right, <laughs> wow. You ate. And that well, two tiny buttholes, but also it's the past participle of eat. <gasps> Whoa! And that's what you. Oh, it's all coming together. <laughs> yeah. I gasped as if I understood. Thanks for joke. having me, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs> see you later, Mike. It's been a lot of fun. Be here all week. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, let's talk a little well, bit. First question: What's your trucker name, Mike? Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, overnight bag. Oh, that's a real, good one. Real good. Because <laughs> you're oh, gonna yeah. need one. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, Mike, I wanted to talk to you about uh, some music stuff. You are a professional musician and have been for quite a few years now, and you are a comedy music dude, uh, which is an area that the Brandon Good Ladies sometimes uh, find themselves in. Dip their toes. They mm-hmm. dip their toes. Um, mm-hmm. What attracted you to comedy music? Why did you decide comedy music was, was for you? Um, let's see. I guess I would probably say that, uh, I'll, you know, I'll go with the truth. Um, I think <laughs> I would, I was bitten by a comedy musician, uh, when I was a child. <laughs> radioactive comedy musician. Um, no, I, I think I, I always loved, uh, Weird Al as a kid and they're just, for some reason that stuff, you know, I, I'd like comedy and music probably equally. And then the mm. idea of those two things being together just felt like, like, I like, uh, you know, like, oh man, I'm going to sound super old, but he was super old. So it's okay. But Victor Borga <laughs> is this guy who used to do like oh, classical yeah. music and it like blew my mind. Like it, just the idea that you could like joke around with music. And then, um, it, not, not like it was easy to make, but I don't really have, I think the the right from your heart gene. Sure. Like I have written very few, you know, lines of what our actual feelings, you know, put down on paper. But I mean, almost never. So uh, the idea of like, I just don't think I can capture feelings, but I can definitely just like think about something a whole lot and then just come up with a bunch of things that tickle me and be like, oh, that's really dumb. That's, yeah. I love, I basically, I love dumb things. I love stuff that's just so dumb. And uh, that's like the biggest compliment I can give uh, anybody is like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Like, that's the greatest <laughs> that you hit it. You like succeeded. Um, so yeah, so I think just hearing music that is otherwise so important and uh you know serious and then just having it be super dumb is my sweet spot that's my i just love that yeah oh absolutely uh, do you, uh, speaking of like just sitting and thinking about things until they come to some comedic resolution do you find it like hard to come up with sustainable concepts like this is funny but can it sustain three minutes or do you ever have <laughs> thoughts like that that's a good question um <laughs> Let's see. That will sustain about ten seconds of answer. Okay, good, um, good. <laughs> I'm just um, actually, no. That 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 is a a lot of answer because uh, yes, that that actually is. I 
I have found, as of seeing some comics that, uh, like, there's a, there's a guy, Stephen Lynch, yeah. who I saw uh, do a concert um, years ago. And at that show, he was doing, uh, and I didn't know much of his stuff, um, but he did some songs that were so short. They were just like one joke. <laughs> sure. And I was like, can you do that? <laughs> oh, my God. And it was very freeing. And then the idea of just like, oh, yeah, you can just make a joke and then be like, there you go. That's a joke. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like somebody like discovering jokes for the first time being like, but I have to fill 200 pages. <laughs> like, sure. you, you literally don't. You could just make. Uh, and, and, and maybe that you know, makes more sense for, uh, you know, like bite-sized uh you know, online kind of stuff where yeah. especially something like Instagram or TikTok where it's just like, um, you know, a couple seconds and we're out. And, you know, yeah. the only thing is like a joke book, there's, you know, you don't sit down and read a joke book for three hours, you know, every day on vacation or something. like. I mean, we can, but, you <laughs> know, what I mean, like after it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> eating a like ton of appetizers. You're right. like, at some point, like, can we just like double down on a thing, you know, and just like stick with a hamburger for a while? Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I I actually, I'm very open to the idea of like an idea that just goes like, you know what? And then I think that's it. I think that's, you know, like (laughs) that. Yeah. So, so now my idea of, of going for three or four minutes, the only thing would be that like people might like to dig into a song and actually, if it has a groove, you know, like, because I do try to make music that is actually, you know, as much as I like the comedy of it, I do want people to like enjoy it and, and maybe even they bob their head or whatever like i i am one of those i think it's succeeding if i catch myself bouncing you know what i mean like if i if i can Mm -hmm. notice myself bouncing i'm like oh whatever this is has to stay like this so i do want to convey that and if it's going i don't want to be like like i have a song that is 30 seconds long and it actually bums me out because it's called uh i can't spell i love that and it's a oh thanks man yeah um thank you uh, yeah, I do too. It's, I, 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 like, <laughs> I like it too. I love it too. It's great. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but that that rhythm, like when when it's going, I'm like, I wish this was longer. Like I do really <laughs> sure. like to like I, I will put that sometimes you know like on loop uh, instrumentally and just yeah. kind of like play with that. But it's so short that I didn't really. If anybody liked it, sorry, because it yeah. doesn't go for longer than twenty seconds. And yeah. but, you know. You feel like you're wasting the beat on like oh, I should put a different beat behind this kind song. Of. Use this for yeah, kind beat. of. And I'm yeah, and I'm not like a musician that like oh well you know what they'll have more of it in five seconds like right. no you won't because the <laughs> next one is who knows what and that one could be totally corny and not cool anyway yeah well, I mean and that's the power of the album format too we talk about that a lot on this album or on this podcast is just like yeah it's it you know in an album avoiding singles you can kind of take some risks and and jump and do your thing so right when, when you you call yourself a joke musician but also you've got like kids songs right songs for kids or yes. sing sing at kids I yes. should say <laughs> so um right so what's how do you balance the humor versus like almost like an educational content because there's sort of like a when a, when you hear it when a kid hears a song like when there are songs targeted at kids right there there's assuming I, i'm saying this as a parent of a small kid who listens to a lot of kid bops uh-huh. so there's like uh-huh. almost an assumption that they have to be sort of educational it, it does like the, like right. they might be giant singing about the sun or bare naked ladies singing about numbers and yeah, stuff sure, sure. so like i mean there is there is an expectation of that and how, how do you balance that like how do you get them to be funny for kids um, and educational <laughs> right so I think uh, my lesson that I would teach kids is 
trust no one. <laughs> At one. any moment, what you think is real is gonna. Um, I think I, I actually have, you know, thought about. Oh, should I be? Uh, you know, I, I think the education that I would be most suited to provide for any listener is the idea of either wordplay or surreal like <laughs> concepts or just like playing with your assumptions. I mean, like kind of basic comedy stuff, I hope, mm-hmm. but things that I, I, in a way, I don't want to confuse kids but at the same time like the song i referenced the um i can't spell the whole joke is that those are not the letters like uh listeners if you don't know the song um which you probably don't we'll it's put uh, a quick sample of it right here the whole the whole thing is a quick sample It's for the eggs that you eat. C is for the kangaroo with bouncy feet. A is for the otter in the sea. N is for the bird up in the tree. And T is for the house made of sticks. S is for my favorite number, which is five. P is for tomato. And E is also for tomato. L, why not? It's for tomato. And one more L for that's the end. What's that spell? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, but it's, you know, it's, it's obviously it's saying the letter, like, I is for the eggs that you eat, and they're all wrong, so that's gonna, it's tough, because I know that a lot of kids are gonna be like, wait, what? That's, I don't think that's right, and I don't think that's right. Why is he doing that? What? And then there's the layer of, oh, because it spells, I can't spell, it's, Maybe not the best for kids. I don't know. <laughs> I do. But it's just meant to be kind of a, hey, kids, the world is weird. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, like, I, I'm not, I don't think I should do, um, again, it's one of those, like, I don't write from the heart. And I don't think I'm, I think there are plenty of places for kids to learn uh, the ABCs and, <laughs> and you know, uh, how to read an EKG and all those kind of important things that kids <laughs> learn. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think my role is to just get them to like, wait, what? And try, like, I want new synapses and, and, uh, neurons that have never met to shake hands for the first time. Well, and I, I love, I mean, I, I, I do, I love the album in general, but like stuff like, um, Banana Said Whoops is like a callback joke that makes, I would feel like kids would have Thanks. such trouble with it, but it's so, there's a yeah. little something for daddy on that album. Oh, daddy I mean, there you go. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, a, that, and that's the kind of tough line to, to walk. I, sure. I really, when you, I, when I heard you starting the question of like, so you do comedy music or for kids. So, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, man. <laughs> I really, it's such a weird line to walk. I don't want to, cause I don't want to make, you know, like jokes for the adults that are just like, hey, the kids don't understand this, but right. like, you know, mm-hmm. what the Smurf was that? And everybody's like, oh, I know what that actually meant. That's <laughs> you know, like, all right, yeah. yeah. But I, but basically, want to do the same thing for adults that I'm doing for kids at the same time, which is just do something weird, yeah, something that's you know, like something that's so. It's almost kind of like I, if I could. I would uh, love to be making stuff that is accessible in any language, like that kind of stuff, where it's just like, oh, you can be absolutely anybody. I mean, I'm sure everybody uh, would prefer to be um, understood and loved by, or misunderstood, whatever it is, but enjoyed by everyone. But yeah, that's kind of the, the goal is to do it so that you're not talking down to the kids. I don't want to do that. 
and I, and I don't want the parents to hear me talking down to the kids because that, as you, I imagine, know, like takes you out of it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh god, okay, I got it. You know, it's it's nothing for me at all. And then not so much over the kid's head that they're just like, I literally don't understand what that joke was. <laughs> you know, like yeah. this entire song. You know, like, um, so it's still meant to be like, oh, it's kind of a reference, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a simple idea, and I'm going to smash it or yeah. do something dumb with it, you know, or sure, subvert you know, it. Yeah. What, or what? kind of weirdly mock the thing you like, but not mock it. I don't mean to mock it, but like, just <laughs> I, I, I feel like I wish I could tell people that if they think I'm mocking kids' music, that it's basically almost every idea I've ever had is thinking of a thing and being like, oh, you know it'd be funny, though, is if <laughs> this thing happened. So it's not necessarily like, I mean, yeah, sure, I, yeah. I, I like and dislike some things, but it's it's never like, oh, I hate that person so much. They're like, and then, and then, oh, I'm going to record that and make fun of them. It's just literally like, oh, you know it'd be really funny, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> sure, that's the name of your next album is, you know, it would be funny, though. It's by my I actually yeah. have I actually have a category in my uh, little Evernote notepad uh, of invention ideas, and the category and the company that I am uh, putting together is uh, it's called Know What We Should Do. <laughs> That's great. That's it. Uh, one more yeah. quick question for you before we get into the song uh-huh. is: um, yeah. you were on the Joko cruise which is a cruise full of musicians and comedians and stuff. We often talk about the Barenaked Ladies had a cruise for several years called Ships and Dip. What is it like being a musician trapped with fans on the open seas Mm -hmm. for several days? Oh, I love it. It's great. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's really great. Do you get, Um, get like, like, uh, not assaulted, but like pestered by fans who are just like oh mike Furman, you're so great no 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 i think well and maybe i'm i'm very lucky that it's uh you know that this one is a really community i the the, sure. the joko cruise is the only one that i've been on and it's such a like cool community that um it's not at all like I mean, I guess it depends on the person. If somebody's like, I really want to get down to the whatever and I have to stop and talk for a minute or whatever, you know, like right. that'd be, I think that'd be lame to be like, I have to stop and talk to somebody who likes me, you know, like, then <laughs> we're, all right, <laughs> guess we all have our, <laughs> all have our cross to bear. Uh, okay. But, um, but no, I think I love it. I think it's really, really cool. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, in fact, if anything, I, I wouldn't want to like, assume that everybody likes me and walk around like oh (laughs) yes can i help you they're like yeah "Yeah, can you move so i can get to the (laughs) roles oh yeah no of course yeah uh, do you want me to sign your role is that what you're saying wearing your yes i'm like Furman t-shirt that you always wear Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but that's and that's and maybe it's different if you're like if they are the bare naked ladies and this is their crew. Sure. I suppose that, that's true. that's probably hard for them to get one end of the other as it as it might be for Jonathan Colton. And though I know he is super nice, couldn't be nicer, couldn't be more gracious. Right. Gracious. Um, <laughs> that you know, I'm sure he of all people or like a a you know big name is probably going to have a different experience. You know, and maybe. If it's an extension of your normal fame, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, you get recognized just walking down the sure. street in Seattle, then going onto a boat is going to be like all those people in one place. Whereas me walking down the street, I enjoy anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that I'm the I can't spell guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into talking about this week's song. So this week's song is called Second Best. If you've never heard it before, listeners, here's a quick sample.
Okay, so Mike, um, is yep. this the first time that you've heard this song? This is the first time I have heard this oh, song. I see. Uh, so tell me, from a completely blank slate perspective, what were your initial thoughts, feelings about this song? I, I like its straightforwardness. Like, it's very like, <laughs> oh, this is just a, a good old rock song, like straight right. up rock song. Um, and <laughs> like, I feel like I'm being a judge on, uh, you know, <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, just the show called Bare Naked Ladies Got Talent. Sure, like, yeah. well, song I mean, after song, they do it, and then we go, um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, concerned. Yeah. I mean, we've, for do you, you have a boo sound if I say anything that's even slightly? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It's different because this is your one song, and you feel like you have to play to a crowd, but this is our... 87th song so yeah. our, our audience is used to us like not loving every song so feel free to yeah, you, yeah. nobody's gonna boo you for sure treat it fairly yeah gotcha okay <laughs> so um i hate songs that are in english that's for one um i don't like drums guitar bass <laughs> and but so aside from those things no uh no i like actually i enjoy it as a like rock song i thought of it as like oh this would be a great driving you know getting in sure. uh you know get the kind of drive mm-hmm. road road trip kind of song um i wasn't i'm i always have a hard time getting to the lyrics like i think i need to listen to it a few times because i i just get caught up listening to instrumentation and stuff yeah um but i did like i thought it was it's very hooky like it very had that you know um the second best sure second best But uh, but I will say that I did get some uh, fatigue. I think I got some like yes. a little bit of like beat fatigue, where I was like, <laughs> "Oh, we can change it up for just a second. <laughs> throw in like a two bar break. Throw in something. Throw in any like." Yeah. That said, that's just one of those things that I also am very careful about in my own stuff is to not go for too long with just the same kind of you know. B, I like I like breaking things up into you know like segments, um, so yeah. So my first initial thoughts, but then uh, it also has a good sound, like the backup vocals sound yeah. good. The well, um, yeah, and 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 we can totally jump into because I think we uh, uh, ladies for for a little bit of context, like the bridge is usually like the the heaven sent part of the song. We usually like mm-hmm. the bridge a lot, and this one really is just like verse chorus verse chorus. It it goes in hard on just that mm-hmm. like. Four four pop idea of just like yeah, that. I was I was aware of like oh I bet the drummer's foot is tired it must be getting kind of tired <laughs> a little bit yeah uh, yeah I do I do love the drums in the song there's the solo drum part which uh, I hated you hated it really it went on like for five <laughs> seconds yeah. just like a, like someone <laughs> just kept going it's not even a solo that's for, it made me really uncomfortable that's for DJs so they can remix <laughs> yeah. sample it yeah and it had no it had no intro they went right into the music so that's uh, so Annie and Ello had to like take was, a step back and sure. it was fine it was I, that was fine right? like, so yeah they went right into the music but, and then the guitar cuts out and Ty is just doing that straight rhythm for yeah. like four solid <laughs> seconds and that was about two seconds too long for me <laughs> I thought it was a cool yeah. tease. I mean, Bernie ladies are really good. It at- was like they forgot. Like there was like they were like changing <laughs> instruments or something. And he was just like, they're like, all right, Tyler Vamp. In the video, you see the guys answer the door and get the pizza. Yeah, uh, he's absolutely. still playing, and they're like paying him real quick. And the- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I agree. I agree with both of you. I agree that the song was very samey the whole way through, um, and that the solo drum 
I I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was fun though. I thought it was a cool tease because they're good at holding back. Like mm-hmm. we have that explosive energy, yeah. and then you want to jump right into it, but they're like, uh, uh, wait a second. You gotta listen to four seconds of drum <laughs> fill. <laughs> well, I, actually, fill. I, I am partial to hearing a, a you know listening to a beat for a little bit, so I don't even remember being like, what oh, the right. I think I might have just rolled with it, <laughs> but I will say that the uh, the a bridge, you know, like the function of a bridge is to <laughs> take you out of it. So that you, sure. you know, it's like the, the palate cleanser. You kind of get into some other weird world. And then you're like listening to it afresh when you come back to the chorus or whatever. And yeah, I think, like you said, it just trucks straight on through. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, that was no, that's no bridge at all. I never, I'm, I'm still on lockdown here. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah I, not I, that lockdown sounds bad. It's, it's not, I don't not like the song. I, I feel like I'm. <laughs> Any kind of word of criticism, I no. feel like I'm. I'm Mike, do not defend them. yourself and I'm do not. not defend the very good ladies. They deserve your score. Well, that's <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it's an inoffensive song. It is inoffensive. Yeah. Yeah. This this song is pretty. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, it's like what? It's Thirteen on a fourteen song album or fifteen? I don't, I don't know. This uh, is like 12. twelve. Twelve on a fourteen song, song album. album. So, so we're we're nearing the home stretch. They're just kind of oh. like, I feel like they're flagging a little bit. I, I kind right. of agree, but I do think there's a lot of energy in this song. Like, we hear Steve going, like, uh-huh, like the little, like, things he's dropping in. There's some great harmonies on it. Like, I do feel uh-huh. like, even though you, you feel like they might be flagging maybe lyrically or instrumentally, I feel like the energy that they bring to every song is still <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah say so. it does. It definitely has energy. Yeah, yeah. One thing I thought the song could use: hand claps. This <laughs> song needs oh. some extra percussion. Although I argue for that on pretty much every a tuba. Song. Yeah, tuba. You know, I've been wanting to do. I've been wanting to do a project where I just add the missing two or three things to any song that I listen to. <laughs> like, here's what the Beatles missed. Sure. There should definitely be this third harmony in this part of, you know, yeah. whatever, Norwegian wood. <laughs> Punching or, up know. the Beatles. I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Punch. <laughs> that yeah, that album is Beatles. called I'm Definitely Getting Sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like right. it, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, um, there's... And that said, by the way, I went and, list, I read, and read the lyrics afterwards, and the, I like the lyrics. I actually like... I. I don't think I even understood exactly what the song was about. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was, I thought it was like your second best. And I was like, ah, that's kind of rough. All right. You know, yeah. but, and then when I read like, oh, you're talking about being second best. Oh yeah. That makes, that's a far more uh, reasonable thing to write about. I guess than just like pooping on somebody for being <laughs> not as good as they, uh, man, yeah, I d- I'd, probably let's, trying. let's dig into lyrically what this song is about a little bit, because I think there's, there's a lot. I, I, I do I, you, I, I do because I think what Mike said is true, but I also think that it that, doesn't have that doesn't have any meaning. No, that that he's number two. Okay, but I also think he is calling his significant other or whoever in this song a number two as well. I think they're both like he's saying that yeah, you know, I am, you know, perhaps it's best that I look like this so the world can tell us apart. Like perhaps it's just as well that I still look like hell. At least the world can tell us apart. So here's how I interpreted the song, and you guys tell me if you had a different interpretation. Is like he wants yeah. to date this girl, this girl or this person or whoever. Mm-hmm. They have chosen someone else, and so he becomes second best. So he dates a second best, like somebody who he's replacing this person uh, with, right? Um, so sort of, right. sort of like the upside down narrator, but with a little bit more gumption. This is the third song this is in, in the, the upside down trilogy. The upside down trilogy where the the author is just like 
I'm a piece of shit. I'm worth. No, he's not a piece of shit. He's like, I mean, silver isn't bad, right? No, you're. So right. he's just like, he's like, okay, so I didn't do, I didn't do well. You know, I didn't succeed. I succeeded, but not as well but as it, I had hoped. It's such like, especially viewing it in the lens of 2019, I felt like the narrative here is like. This dude really feels like an incel in the show. Like, like oh. how come you won't date me? Like, oh, I'm second best. I'm like, I mean, you friend zoned me. You erased your heart and beat your chest. When you erased your heart and beat your chest. And like, when you started dating wow. that Chad, like, ooh, <laughs> this guy felt a little weird from a, a current day context. I don't know. Well, I think, right. yeah. So, it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but it's actually, I mean, it's a political song. Oh, is this it? Is, no, I mean, it is. Okay, go ahead. So they've gone on record as saying this is about like really? U.S. U.S. Uh, Canada relations. Well, I've not read post, any of the post Iraq War. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. The second best is Canada, right? Holy and, shit! And when he's talking about like, because they're the second best in North America, right? They're the only <laughs> other country up here. So the beginning two lines, everything's a lie. We're all gonna die. Is about the Iraq. Before we say goodbye, let's attack. Oh my god. Yeah. So let's go to war. Wow. Yeah, okay. and then uh, um, so he's talking about just like you know what's left of you that's real, a mutated idea with the blah blah blah. That's all America, right? Because okay. America is just like a big old bully. What's left of you that's real, a mutated idea with limited appeal. I suggest using threats and like uh, unsound information to prop up an invasion, right? Uh -huh. So this is basically just talking about like sort of the rift that came between America and. I should say the United States and uh, sure. Canada post post Iraq War. With that context, could you please read the "You're an angel in a see-through dress" line? You're an angel in a dress. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> because uh, the U.S. is is propped up by the religious right at this point, or at least the Bush administration was. Mm -hmm. So they wow. they claim they claim to be uh, you know like religiously motivated, but at the same time they're not. Right. Right. Wow. Uh, Okay, and the U.S. is famously sex sells, right? So you could you could go on the capitalist angle too. So. Damn, dude! I just ripped that off the top of my head. I don't even written down. I'm like sitting here with my hands on my head, like you really it's just so easy. Looking at me the whole time. There's probably a fairy or a troll involved too. <laughs> it's about dating a troll, <laughs> not an internet troll, a literal bridge troll. Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, boy, now all wow. my notes seem so dumb in context. No, I mean the, the read that you made is also a read, yeah. like a, a fine read. I'm not I'm not poo pooing on your read. I know well. I might be because I know how much you like buttholes. Sure, so. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's called a callback. Sager. By the way, um, two things. One, I feel like uh, I think if somebody hasn't done it, I think I have to make a song where the bridge of the song is, uh, and maybe it's a song about, I don't even know what. But anyway, the bridge of the song uh, should be all the word troll in one way or another, <laughs> like either like harmonies or troll, oh, troll, troll, yeah. troll, troll, troll. So there's a troll under the bridge. All right. Um, and then the other thing was that this song is why I don't write from the heart because it's so, it's really impressive that that's what it's about and that they got that into like, now it feels like, oh yeah, that's professional songwriting. That is like a real clever poem, you know, like I don't right. do that. And, it, and now I'm, now I'm like, I thought it was cool. And I thought it was neat when it was, I mean, I'm thinking about things like second best. Oh, you know what? I kind of like being second best because the pressure's off a little bit, but you still sure, get yeah. to be enjoyed. And I like middling at comedy clubs. I don't, I don't <laughs> necessarily nice. need to be the headliner. I don't, uh, it's like, kind of more fun than opening. And you, you middle, you're second best, and that's fine. You know, um, you still get free nachos. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but so that's what I brought to it. And then it turns out it's like literally <laughs> about like, <laughs> 
raging war across the world and the religious you know hypocrisy well, i mean that's hard because i feel like unless you read that interview ev can i ask you would you have read that into the song had you not read an interview that told you that um there were some things that raised some like flags for me sure some false flags so i mean i think that because I'm, if I had just listened to this song, not having a stupid podcast about right. it, like not having to like dig in as deep as I need to, it would have washed over. I would, yeah, I would have just been like, yeah, it seems okay. Yeah, like this again. These songs are not meant to be dissected like sure. we do. Sure, this is, un- this is a fundamentally unnatural practice. But see, I feel like without dissecting that song, we would never have hit that ever. Right? It's not. It, there's nothing in this song that really pulls out the idea that it's about mm-hmm. Canada or about country or or, or jingoism yeah. or anything. Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it's it's actually kind of sort of arrogant of Canada to consider itself the second best. I mean, what's it the second best at? Yeah. You're oh, yeah. Using Mexico. Like world, worldwide. <laughs> yeah, right? it's a giant screw right? you to Mexico. Like, yeah. Isn't it's, it like, it's like a 10th in GDP, like global GDP, <laughs> 29th in population. I mean, it's the second right. largest country in the world after Russia. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, I think really? There's a lot of it. It's, those, it's those, all those countries that are like Arctic Circle countries because sure. it just has all this land that <laughs> nobody no, wants nobody to settle uses, on or even, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess Antarctica. Yeah. Antarctica Although at some point, too. are those getting smaller and smaller? Is that happening? Are we going to have to shift around who's biggest now? Probably. Yeah. 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 Now Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Oh, my God. Now Atlanta. The free state of Atlanta. <laughs> the free state of Atlanta. <laughs> oh, Jesus you mean Atlantis? Christ. Atlantis. Thank you, friend. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word. So the chorus, if it were, I'm your hat. I'm your hat. <laughs> that would have been, it would have pulled off the idea a lot more. <laughs> would be a huge. Best. You'd be like wearing like one of those giant like stovepipe hats because Canada a, is so much bigger than the States. It's a Dimsdale, uh, Dimmodome hat. Dimsdale Dimmodome? Fuck, I'm alone in this. There's a Fairly Odd Parents meme where a guy wears a really big hat. I'm connected. I'm on the uh, internet. I'm young and hip, you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah fair, fairly you know, I probably know the reference and I just didn't know what it's called. I, <laughs> if, I feel like there are so many things where like I don't know what that picture is from, sure, but yeah. I could probably draw it. You know? Yeah. Hasn't it been like 10 years since the Fairly Odd Parents were on probably, TV? Probably, but that, the, I don't know. The meme is still relevant. I still see people posting it sometimes, but they're also people my age. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah people who watched <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents 10 years ago <laughs> when they were in college yeah. and too old for Fairly That's, Odd Parents. Oh, I was going to say, you teach young kids, so I think that you would absorb some, even like through I osmosis, do. absorb some youth I'm, culture. I'm hooked in. I'm hooked in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know shit about TikTok. That's really <laughs> Yeah, I know the word TikTok. At some point, do you think it's going to be like old folks? We're going to be like in an old folks' home and we're going to go up and like, like, all right, two o'clock is meme hour, and we're gonna go <laughs> sit around in a circle and just look at old memes. <laughs> God, yeah. I remember when they used to push in on the crabby from the crab cakes. <laughs> God, we really will. Oh, we're gonna be so. Lady un-hip. yells at a cat. What's she yelling at <laughs> <Yeah>. him for? <laughs> yeah, I, somebody sits down to like a, a honky tonk piano and plays Renegade, Renegade. <laughs> Rickroll. This one's called Nyan yeah. Cat. Never gonna <laughs> give you up. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, like my other my other thought was that, and now I, we know this isn't true, but that it was another goddamn meditation on fame, fame. for this <laughs> album. Uh, Mike, for your edification. On shame? On fame. Because they oh, have, fame. We, are, we are two albums out from Stunt now, which is where One Week came uh, from. And we, we found many songs that are them just talking about like, how hard it is to be the one week guys and how much they want to break out. Mm-hmm. And I thought this could have been yeah. coded like we have an oblique reference to one week. I give it a week before our friends the meek give All it right. that. I admit it's bleak, but I give it a week. I tell our friends the meek give it that. Uh, 
the lines about right. being a, a mutated ideal with limited appeal, like how studios have morphed them and changed them. If winning is an art, it's drawn us apart because obviously the band broke up or one part of the band broke up not too long after this. If winning is an art, then it's drawn us apart. Um, mm. I don't, you know, it's better being second best. If we never had that hit, we wouldn't be in this position right now. <laughs> but I don't know. I think... Right. Death of the Author. I like my read more than your I'm a hat song. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I think was the what was the other song that you said this is the the second one? What was the what was the first reference? Oh no, to there, fame? there have been lots of uh, on this album and the last album. Uh, yeah. We're two albums yeah. out from Stunt. Like Pinch me for sure. Pinch me, yeah, was definitely a. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think was, of the other ones. Yeah, yeah there's, uh, we've come across at least three or four. There's yeah. at least two on this. Al- oh, celebrity, celebrity, the first song on this album. Yeah. So, but yeah. I mean, did did you listen? Too much bare naked ladies uh, at any point in your life? I did not. Yeah, I don't know much bare naked ladies. Although, but but to be fair to them, uh, like I have gaps. I have huge gaps mm-hmm. where I just missed everything sure. from that decade. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, totally understandable. Um, yeah, I was just I was, I was curious. As a comedy musician, we find that people who come on being like, "I loved Weird Al," are immediately like, "Weird Al, they might be giants and bare naked ladies are the holy trinity Maki to a Frubitz. lot of people." Oh, yeah, Moxie yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, what's the what's and they're they have I I know their name obviously and their most their big hit it was uh, one week. Of. Are we talking what's about Benedict Ladies? Yeah. Oh yeah, one week. One week. It's been. How's it yeah, go? It's been. Oh yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, nice. Yeah. I there's there's a bunch of things I like about this song. If we can hop back to instrumentation for a second. Well, after yeah. he says with limited appeal, he's got that the, fucking sick four-second guitar solo. <laughs> I think like sick, <laughs> sick is the only way you could describe it. <laughs> like it's not good. It's yeah. not. I'm trying to remember. You know what? The, at least it wasn't the. Uh, was it the cheater solo? The cheater solo is what I call when the uh, the solo is the melody of the verse. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, there's no point in doing that, is there? Like, you know, Basically, you're turning on the guide track and then yeah. running it back to the vocalist. Yeah, uh, is it? Ca- but it's not that. It's like a, it's their own thing. Yeah, like, I think I think it's, but it's really short. I call those the uh, the Weezer yeah. Green album solo. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Sick guitar Sick riff. Guitar yeah, that's riff. how I would just describe it. Yeah, I liked the uh, um, like they had they had an actual Tyler did an actual drum fill at the end. Like instead of just like playing playing the beat, he actually did a fill. Yeah, at the end of the song, he's filling to nothing. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's filling to the next song, right? Yeah. I, I, I was very pleased to hear that ending because uh, I am working on a series right now of uh, little, there are these little short kind of activity book songs, like that are, you know, uh, audio activity book pages. Okay. Um, like and one of them is a... Con- like a word What's jumble? That? Like, like a maze or a word yeah, jumble? Yeah, literally. <laughs> yep. So... Just really remember, dumb, real dumb. <laughs> sure. So I'm going for real dumb, and uh, and one of them is this uh, connect the dots, and so basically the song is you know hey, let's connect the dots. And it's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three twenty four twenty five twenty six twenty seven twenty eight twenty nine thirty thirty one, and then there's like the drums just like at the end of this, and it goes thirty two. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, you and think- then they're like, hey, it's a 
plate of assorted meats. <laughs> or something. You know, like you pull back and see what it is. So this is all exercises of the mind for, for kids. I love it. Yeah. It's uh, all stuff where just like, and what could it be? And it's a selection of pineapples. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what the end of this song is. This, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking, yeah, it's it's a connect the dots. On the, um, yeah. I don't want to call it's it a, a br- 32. <laughs> 32, yeah. <laughs> like before he gets into, like when they, the second time they do the chorus, right before perhaps it's just as well that yeah. I still look like hell, there's like weird instrumentation coming in. That's like jingles it's, and clicking. And I thought like I heard a like winding clock and yeah, ringing. Yeah, like dogs barking. <laughs> like I'm not sure what was going on with I, that. I loved it so much. <laughs> it's just, Wait, which part is this? It's like a it's like a solo in the middle where like here's what I pictured in my head. It's someone jogging with like a green screen behind them showing like a different uh-huh. like a desert tundra and a but it's like a uh, do no 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 do boom do do uh I'll, I mean I'll put it in here. That's not going to help you at all, Mike. <laughs> but, but yeah, right. it's, just, it's just like this under these these tracks of just it's like the garbage plate of music. It like really they just was. threw a bunch of stuff into it for yeah. some weird reason. And it wasn't bad. Like it, no. it wasn't distasteful or anything. But I was just like, what? What? Why? <laughs> why is this happening here? Well, we've talked about yeah. it before. Ron, Ron couldn't yeah. get his mitts on an intro. So the <laughs> yeah. producer for this album, Ron He's Anello. Like, I'm going to put an intro in the middle of the song. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be some weird <laughs> fucked up shit that I just throw wherever <laughs> I can. I'm going to do a song of 10 intros. <laughs> oh, my God. 10 solid intros. And then we're out. Actually, I have a, a thing on my to do list. And I've tried to do it a couple times, but it's just a song of nothing but endings. But it's like a, like, uh, it just starts with, like, but it's all, it's a classical kind of, you know, like a, a symphony style. So it, it starts with, like, the Lord of the Rings of uh, of music, or there's a hundred different endings yeah. to it. Do you know the? And Paul- you just hear people in the audience are like, "Come on!" <laughs> right? Do you know the Paul and Storm, uh, Storm song uh, "Shake Machine"? No. There's like it's it's one of those where there's an ending and then like an ending again and then the next track is just like a minute and a half extended ending to the song. It's so good. It's Shake Machine Part One and then Shake Machine Part Two is just the ending. It's amazing. Shake it up, baby, on the shake machine. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, uh, real quick, there there are a couple other versions of this song I wanted to touch on. There's a demo uh, that's much more led by the acoustic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot janglier. And then, Evan, here's what I wanted to mention, because it feels they change a lot of the lyrics up. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it true? Well, it's true enough, I guess. It's good to see you in this wilderness. Uh, there's a sale on body parts. You're filling up your cart. Is that still your own heart? Meet your chest. Sale on body parts. You're filling up your cart. 
And then, is it true? True enough, I guess. You're a statue of Los Angeles. Is it about body modification based on the demo like changing up oh, things about yeah. yourself like I no want... that's that's second breast <laughs> that is that oh shit i second chest would have also worked yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's it's very weird i'm gonna huh. put some some of that in here uh live uh there's a live version of it from their ship to dip, dip tour three. Yeah. where steve forgets the lyrics and he just says yep 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 yep, 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 yep. he <laughs> does this extended yep solo that's fucking great <laughs> and kev does a really good solo on that ships and dip yeah there's a couple really nice and then do you see the one where ed is just mugging for the camera no. like he like stop because like, it's just from the one camera thing and you kind of he kind of like walks over to the side of the stage and there's somebody with a camera down there and he's just like holding his guitar and like making a face into <laughs> the camera cute? for like a solid 30 seconds love that love that uh, and then there's an acoustic version at the end of the album that's pretty much exactly the same. Uh, nothing to say on that version, honestly. Um, did Have either... there been any covers of it? Has anybody done any uh, takes on it? You know, there's a, a lot of... Whenever I search for any Barenaked Lady song on YouTube, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of sort of... Uh, and I mean this in no way disrespectfully, but amateur covers of it. Just people like with their acoustic right, guitars. Sure. Um, and I don't really listen to those although maybe we should god sure. we put so much time into these stupid songs already i'm not gonna listen to people covering it on their acoustics but, but, you'd, <laughs> but you'd probably know if, if a, couple, a couple seconds in if it's gonna be like oh that's an interesting sound yeah evan is that all we have to talk about then yep that's it okay great let's move on no wait a second wait is there something else i think we have to compare this song to an anime an anime that's right what's an anime an anime is a japanese animated feature film and certainly not a television show uh, oh no. well i have to do my rewrite then <laughs> because uh, i'm no. definitely uh, as we know uh this uh, album was written by professional anime hate watcher steve page stephen philip page Stephen pp uh and uh he wrote uh, every song secretly about a piece of anime Yes, and he doesn't want us to know he's creatively bankrupt. That's correct. So he's just, you know, playing it cool. Hides it well. That's right. Uh, which one is this one about, Ev? This is about Touch. What is Touch? By an angel, no. <laughs> a little it's like about Delta the premise of Touch is like, Tatsuya and Kazuo Uesugi love Minami Asakura, but something goes wrong when Kazuya gets hit by a truck. <laughs> like, it's just, yes. it seems like such a rom-com premise, and then like... <laughs> Hit by a truck. <laughs> so it's about these two brothers that grow up together, and Kazuya is like a go-getter, and Tatsuya is kind of uh, like perpetual second best. I don't want to yeah. give your give your uh, no. Yeah, I mean to it. it's easy. So he's easy a, read. yeah. Kazuya is like going out to be number one in the prefectural baseball team, and they're both in love with this girl Minami, who is uh, um, the girl next door. The girl next of. door, but also she's like in end of herself kind of t extremely talented like yeah. she ends up in like the rhythms gymnastics team and like you know also kind of manages the baseball team right. that they're but then uh Kazuya gets hit by a truck and Tatsuya kind of have to like after having stood back most of the time like for most of his life and letting Kazuya do everything Tatsuya needs to like step in and lead the team to victory yeah the best way I've heard it described is it's like a 110 episode anime where the first 26 episodes are a prelude it's like a <laughs> prelude to, because in those episodes we're seeing the dynamic between the brothers because because akazi is still alive up until episode 26 so you think the whole push and pull of the show is going to be like which brother's going to end up with her well it's probably kazuya because he's mm -hmm. with her and then episode 26 he fucking gets hit by a car and dies <laughs> which is bonkers to me 
Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, that's, I mean, that's basically it. So, yeah. like, it's just sort of uh, Tatsuya uh, navigating the politics of, like, having to step into his brother's shoes and, yeah. like, uh, all these baseball team players who don't accept him at first and then come around to accept him. So, everybody's, like, description, every character description just starts out being an asshole and then becomes really nice at the end. <laughs> Turns yeah. out to be okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, he, he tries to kind of live his brother's life for him, which already is unhealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's he, he tries to become his brother even though the series does not address i don't think the unhealthiness of of that process well, i think that tatsuya wanted to do all the same things that he, kazuya did he just didn't want to like over not not even overshadow but like to like horn in on his brother's game sure so they yeah to, to eat just to differentiate them because right. they're twins there yeah so so tatsuya became like kind of the lazy unmotivated mm-hmm. person right or not twins brothers are yeah, they twins they're not twins no, they're not twins um we're all gonna be fraternal twins (laughs) (laughs) several years apart we're all gonna die before we say goodbye takes on a whole new meaning uh Mm. when you view it through the lens of the death of a sibling um and i you know the 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 bleakness that's kind of inherent in this song becomes more pronounced when it's about trying to live in someone's shadow and and trying to emerge from that Mm -hmm. shadow this second bestness um What's left of you that's real, a mutated ideal, is almost like 100% the, 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 the concept of, of Tatsuya trying to live up to Kazuya's um, sort of uh, the expectations that he doesn't even know if, if Kazuya even had these expectations for mm-hmm. him, right? So he's got this mutated ideal of his brother, this person that he's created in his head because his brother's not around to, to right. have agency. He's like his brother's aluminum. Shines like silver, but he might be aluminium. Holy shit, this whole album is about touch. <laughs> it's all coming together. Um, I think it makes the relationship between the brothers a little darker than it might have been mm-hmm. <laughs> intended to be because the anime is, for the most part, saves some episodes, pretty yeah. lighthearted. Yeah, for the most, except for the one he gets hit by the truck. It saves some episodes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I still think this is an applicable read. I think Steve, um, actually, from what I understand, Steve showed this anime to Ed. Mm-hmm. and ed having uh, the yeah. whole idea of a, a mm-hmm. brother's death a car accident mm-hmm. uh it sort of made it real for him and this is kind of what they base this song around which is very important to both of them it mixes steve's anime sensibilities with ed's sensitive side um yeah and i mean i i didn't know i don't i've only watched bits and pieces of the anime i've never actually like seen it all the way through right so are all the characters like they're all the characters surnames like you know uh sengoku jidai clan clans because like wesugi and uh um, matsudaira and Minami, oh, are those all samurai they're all, names they're all they're all clans okay. like that were around in the sengoku period so buddy but also <laughs> a lot of the people a lot of the clan names from the sengoku period are still people are like people's last names yeah yeah like, yeah. like chosokabe is like smith like, really yeah i mean it's just they're very common last names so i don't know if it was like on purpose to do this or it's just because you know those last names are so common yeah Bizarre. I don't or know. Surnames, I, I should call them, not last names. You know as much as I do. I don't know. My favorite anime name is Masaru Hananakajima. <laughs> Hananakajima is such a badass last name. So, like, the island with flowers in it? Buddy? I'd have to see the kanji to know for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I but. don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, it's about touch. Well, that's that. Touch. Okay, so we are going to review this song on a scale from bare naked to fully clothed. The more naked this song is, the better it is. The more clothes it's wearing, the worse. As usual, we'll start with Evan. Yes? What's your review? Oh, I don't have one for this song. <laughs> That's it? No yeah, review? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? No, I'll go. Okay. I'll go. So I am, uh, it's nighttime. 
Um, I'm walking. What's the year? Please define. No, I don't have to. <laughs> I always do. I know, but I don't have to. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I can set it in a place, not necessarily a time. It's timeless. Okay. Uh, black and white, we'll say. Oh, shit. It's black and white. I'm walking down like an alley and uh, the shadow, there's a shadow behind me. So it's like this, like, it's like Gotham City. So it's the like. shadow? A shadow. Oh, okay. So I can see the shadow and I can see it's like sort of burning red eyes. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? So, like, you do the thing where, like, I speed up a little bit, it speeds up a little bit. Yeah. I go a little faster, it goes a little faster. I start to jog, it starts to jog. I go into a full on sprint and uh, it's still gaining on me. And then it, like, does one of those things, like an anime, where it, like, swishes by me and there's, like, a slash and there's yeah. like a cut like bleeding and i bring my hand to my cheek and look at it, i'm like oh no what is this thing and it's like swooping above me and ch- chasing me and i run and i turn the corner and i see in front of me a huge beautiful cathedral like a church and i'm sure. like oh god i gotta get in there so i like crawl up and i'm banging on the doors banging on them and then finally this thing is getting close it's getting closer and then the this old priest opens the doors hello son what, how can i help you and i oh there's this thing after me father and he's the fuck inside why are we talking <laughs> i'm inside so he uh gets me inside gives me some like uh communion wine a couple a little <laughs> bit of some of those wafers to uh-huh. you know because uh, wash the dust of the, sure. ro- the gritty the grit from the street from my throat and uh, um i can still see this thing outside and uh it's like sort of by the windows and i hear it like banging on the stained glass and like rattling the door and the chain the priest says oh it can't get in here don't worry you're He's safe not freaked out and i said what's going on he's like this this is protected by the the angel <laughs> what, what <laughs> angel the see-through dress <laughs> exactly okay. so i'm like i'm not a really i mean i consider myself kind of a spiritual man but i'm not religious at all sure like so i'm like that's weird like is it around it's like oh the angel is with us all i'm like oh it's one of those things uh-huh. he's like no no you it's see. right here and he like points behind me in this like light this like actinic bright light and i like turn around and i see this flowing see-through dress uh-huh. and there's an angel inside but it's like not like a regular angel it's like a it's like a real angel like a curiotate or, or like oh, a jesus bayonet or like or something like that so, yeah or it's got like so like a, a throne or a dominion or something so yeah. it's just like uh, I, just, I see this like lovecraftian yeah. creature and like draped in layers and layers of like sheer fabric yeah and that's what this song is to me <laughs> it's so like, it's pretty naked no it's covered in clothes i can just kind of see through them oh okay okay just like I can see through the metaphors of aluminum. Sure. <laughs> You're still talking about aluminum? God damn it. Everybody is. It's our most deci- divisive song. It might be. This song saved my life. This song saved your life? From a demon that God was following damn. me. Okay. Because you, like, like you don't know that I actually made a deal with it back in the day for a uh, middling talent at writing <laughs> and a small, unremarkable career. <laughs> So you, you asked the priest, uh, so the angel, is it true? And he pointed behind you and he said, well, it's true enough, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you turned around and saw it. I uh, am the second best perpetual. Ebo. Welcome to the second best chapel. Welcome to the second best Barenaked Ladies podcast on iTunes. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's us. Right. Um, boy, maybe this, this song defines our <laughs> middling podcast, not even middling, our F-list podcast yeah. careers. I mean, I- the devil gave us everything that we asked for. Shit, a <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have to ask the devil. This equipment costs two hundred dollars. It's fine. Um, so if you know me, I, know I you. am a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. What year is it? The year is twenty nineteen. Now the year is twenty twenty. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm wearing my usual. Uh, it's not my usual. Uh, I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans, but I have a big, huge my band. Mm-hmm. 2d6 is playing that night and what is this uh it's a rap track kid 
Um, yeah. And so we have a big show. It's the biggest show we've ever done. We are opening for uh, Wu-Tang Gwar, Clan. Gwar. <laughs> We're opening for Wu-Tang Clan and Guar. It's a music festival. Wowie wow. That'd be a fun festival. But we know there's going to be a thousand people there. So I went out and I bought the coolest shirt I've ever worn just for this occasion. I want to look cool. I want people to see me. I have new jeans. These are fucking like... They're they're nice. They they fit well. And people, I'm gonna go up on stage. People are gonna go, "Fuck that dude is cool. He is lit." And then, uh, my partner says, "Do you want dinner before you go to the show?" I say, "I need to be well fueled. Give me that <laughs> chili." And so <laughs> she pours a bowl of chili for me, and I bring it up to my slops lips. a big old bowl of chill. And I bring it up to my lips, and I just spill that shit all oh, over no. my t-shirt, all over my new jeans, and I go. There's 10 minutes of the show. I can't wash these and still have them. And she goes, well, you can wear those other ones you like. And I say, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess I could. I All right. All right. I'll go put on my. So this is a, a second best t-shirt. My second best pair of jeans. They're not the ones I wish I wore in that, would have worn that day, but they're not bad. It's mm-hmm. fine. I like it. It's good. Um, but you're still equally as clothed as you were before. I'm equally as clothed, <laughs> right. but it's the, the quality of the material that yes. is bothersome to me. Um, truth be told, this is one of my favorite songs. Looking back on everything to everyone, listening to it in college a lot, I was like, fuck, I love Second Best. I can't wait to get to this song. Mm-hmm. Then I listened to it again this time, and I was like, why did I like this song? Because you were a different person back then. I was. I, I, I think I listened a lot. Because we die every night, and then a new one of us takes the... Too scary. Like mayflies, we live for one day. Too scary. When you wait, when you fall asleep, you die every time. Jesus. Well, Mike, your turn. <laughs> All right, Mike. So, on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where does this song fall for you? All right, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> go. Well, first off, by the way, I I think if this song is about Canada, that fully clothed is probably the more optimal choice (laughs) (laughs) this is probably true yeah (laughs) so i guess if but i'll I'll stick with the the name uh convention um i would say it is probably like shorts and a t-shirt is that is that how you do it is it do you do like how much clothing is left (laughs) i don't know like you got it yeah if you are if you're nude it's perfect if you are wearing shorts and a t-shirt on a cold day the problem with our review system is that there's no upper limit you can put clothes (laughs) on forever (laughs) yeah the upper limit is like the uh somebody who's like trying to save money on luggage by wearing all their clothes on a flight (laughs) yes exactly yeah so you can get you can give it a 10 out of 10 but the bottom part is just you can give it negative i think one million i think the highest we've ever (laughs) we've ever had is is just somebody who's clothes all the way down uh and now i've the worst i've ever done is a man who is made of aluminum foil and when you take his clothes off he doesn't exist that's what i said oh okay yeah yeah, got you Perfect. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Shorts and a t-shirt. Just keep just perfect. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. Hey, my uh, pleasure. What, yeah. What do you have going on? What do you have to plug? Uh, let's see. What do I have going on? What do I have to plug? Oh, good Lord. I should always have something, shouldn't I? Um, <laughs> I have, uh, I got a flight later today if anybody wants oh, to. Oh, good. No, um, no I have, uh, I have music at uh, music.com. MikeFerman.com, which is not the best website name because it's impossible to spell. <laughs> I wouldn't get it if I didn't know it. Um, but uh, I can plug my new all-Spanish version of Chicken Monkey Duck called Pollo Monopato. Um, <laughs> I've been meaning to make uh, Chicken Monkey Duck a song that I made uh, a while ago. 
into a Spanish version. I finally got around to it. So if you uh, don't speak any English, hop on to your computer and go check out Chicken <laughs> Monkey Duck. Um, but then uh, I have a uh, podcast show that is a like five or six, five episode series called Bandtastic that uh, my friend mm-hmm. Drennan Davis and I made. Um, and that's kind of fun to listen to. It's a musical. Cool. It's a sci-fi musical adventure thing. It's uh, oh, it's wow. not. It's like not quite for little kids, but uh, just in case, I always want to be careful uh, to, to say sure. like, put your three-year-old on it. You know, like. Um, but it's yeah, <laughs> check it out. It's something. It's cool. cool. I like that it. Is, it's something. It's fun. I, it's, I something like it's something for you. It's not like <laughs> right. Right. Content. Bring more content. We love content. <laughs> and there will be uh, activity books. Oh, very cool. Looking wow. forward to that. Thanks. Well, Mike, thank you so yeah, much for being on. We appreciate on. it, man. Thanks, Anchor. Thanks, Evan. Yep. Okay. See no, you later. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Hey, Evan. Hey, Saker. What are you doing? Cloud surfing. <laughs> like on Tailspin. Remember that? <laughs> Did you ever see the cartoon Tailspin? Yes. What the fuck is this very specific verb from Tailspin that was not lodged in my memory, but was clearly deeply ingrained in yours like a fucking yeah, popcorn like the, kernel? The, like Baloo would fly the like prop plane, right? Yeah. And then Kit Cloud Kicker would get on his little stupid... You remembered his last name. It's like it's... I don't know. I, if you would <laughs> ask me... What was his mom's name? Jenna Cloud Kicker. That was not it. Wasn't it like Rebecca Cloud Kicker I don't or fucking something? Know. Okay, so yeah, you so, got there. Yeah, so anyway, uh, like they, he would like get on his little stupid surfboard and like, it was like a, like a hoverboard sort of thing and he yeah. would just kind of float, like go behind the plane. So I do remember that. I kind of want to see the one where he like tried that for the first time and just like died. <laughs> yeah, that's he can fly because he's a ghost. The lost episode where the one where Kid Cloud Kicker it's just fucking the, perishes. It's just the whole thing is Baloo trying to remember what it was like to be with Kid, Kit Cloud Kicker. Yes, it's like he's dead. I oh, have... this is his sort of waking life, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Wasn't Launchpad McQuack on Tailspin too? No, he was not. He was on Darkwing Duck and Ducktales. That was his crossover. I can look it up. Would you like me to look it up? I feel like Here he was... was on Tailspin too a little bit. Um, it might just because it's a plane-based show. Yeah, probably. Here was what was fucking wild about Tailspin. All those shows had some like, rel- like there was some relevancy. Like Launchpad McQuack was going to, you know, he's in Ducktales. He's in Darkwing Duck. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. For Tailspin, they took the fucking Jungle Book animals yeah. and put them in like a, not really like a steampunk, but like a weird, just it's like, like a, it was like a Korean War era, yeah. or like World War II, like what was the jungle plane. There? It was very, very I cannot strange. remember an episode of Tailspin. I know I watched hundreds of them as a, as a kid, but. I remember the theme song very, very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal. They were going to make, rumors have long persisted that Launchpad was going to star in an earlier spinoff from DuckTales. Uh, namely the idea the Tailspin, a show about a misadventures of a cargo pilot. So originally Launchpad was supposed to be in Baloo, Tailspin. Baloo, yeah. Yes, but he was Oh, nope. That was not the case. The show was never going to star Launchpad. The confusion comes from the aspect of the show that was taken from DuckTales. So no, he was never in it. Okay. Uh yeah. Whew. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That was wild too. And the other thing that was wild is fucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Cause these were like two like silly, like uh they they caused problems for like mm-hmm. fucking Daffy. Yeah, Daffy and I don't know why they would want to make it like basically like a crossover with like Law and Order SVU. Like yeah. having like having like the rescue rangers investigate like like special victims crimes yeah. in the Disney universe, that's just 
I, 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 I don't feel like kids should be watching that. But it was, those are fucking, they took a previous property and inserted them into like a genre like so far away from their home base. It's well, like- Chip and Dale were sort of, they were sort of adventurers, right? And no, they, they, they were detectives. Just, they caused problems. They were mischief makers. Oh yeah. And then they became heroes. Isn't there one. like a Chippendales movie though? I, you're thinking um, the, the the rescuers is the actual. Yes, movie, I'm thinking, but of it's that. not Chippendale. Okay, yeah. that's like if you took uh, a fucking uh, goof. Nope, goof troop. Goof troop. Goof troops. Another. Well, it's not that weird. Yeah, they're just. It's just. It just implies that Goofy had sex, which is very weird. But beyond <laughs> that, hey, there's somebody for everybody. It's like if you took fucking Donald Duck and put him into a, a seriously like. Uh, a Law and Order SVU. Can you imagine Donald Duck being like a uh, a crime scene investigator? Because that's not what Chip and Dale were. I mean, I it's like Howard the Duck, basically, is what you're describing. Yeah, which is good. That's fine. <laughs> I'm into that. I can imagine that. Yeah. It exists. I'm trying to think of other lesser-known Disney characters. Oswald the Rabbit. And then a genre is... Uh, uh, cooking show. Cooking show. <laughs> so Oswald the Rabbit <laughs> cooking show. He hosts uh, Chopped. Yeah. There's some... I mean, that could be fun. And they did all sorts of crazy crossover shit, like House of Mouse and mm-hmm. like all that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. When you're a giant media conglomerate, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And if someone else does something better, you buy them. You buy them, lassie. <laughs> Why did you slip into Scottish? You were thinking of Scrooge. I was thinking of, no, it was a McGonagall or whatever his his like oh, nemesis was. Yeah. The Minerva McGonagall. Oh, she was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, the fucking Harry Potter. Uh, you're thinking like Glomgold. Glomgold, yes. Yes. I hear the new DuckTales reboot is very good. I've not watched it. I bet Lukey would like it. Yeah, maybe. Okay, watch it. Okay. Did we do a commercial You yet? know who else <laughs> likes to watch DuckTales? <laughs> oh, I know who else likes to watch DuckTales. It's the actual play podcast, If Not Us, Then Who. If Not Us, Then Who is a Power Rangers inspired, inspired actual play podcast running Riley Hopkins' new TTRPG of the same name. Each podcast episode is an episode of a fictional Sentai show, Should and these four whom? players walk through and describe each story beat of the episode using the game's card system. So this is an interesting system because no one is playing characters. Mm-hmm. They are all playing the director directing this Sentai mm-hmm. show. Um, which is not something that I've ever really heard of or seen before. It happens. It's like it's, every it's like every indie game now at the indie in the guy god room. Oh really? This is a GMless game where we all play together and just sort of describe each other because I don't know. Everyone wants to. It's like they realize that everyone likes to participate in the game and you don't really want to sit quietly and roll yeah. dice sometimes. Oh issues. Did you play issues with me in Origins? No. That was the comic book one. Oh yeah. Yeah, where you had to do like arcs. Uh-huh. That was a fun session because uh, I think four of us went in there and they were like, all right, everybody team up in groups of three. And <laughs> you three we got, to, together. we got together and we had a lot of fun. And you then you had you got paired with two old guys who just shat on you the whole time. It was so like, shitty. And then the car goes into the turns into a little boy and his friend is then he's like, and then that doesn't happen. That's and dumb. Uh, he is he just has toast for breakfast. Uh, if I'm not if if not us then who? If I'm not here then who? Is a lot more fun than that thing that we just talked about. So you should check it out. It's on the orange groves. Cut it out on the orange groves. And we're back with hey, It's All Been Done. We're back. <laughs> Ladies podcast. Now's about the time in the show when we spin that big old wheel. Bienvenido a wheelo. Bienvenido a Milo. Go a with wheel. Milo. <laughs> Go with Milo. Uh, in the car, 
This how the fuck does in the car? I usually sing these. In the car, we, we would never, never make it love. Right. This track is on your road mix. What songs come before and after and why? Well, the song that comes before has to be the best song. Yes. The song that comes after, after has to be the third best <laughs> has to song. Be the third best song. Uh, so, what's the best song in the world? <laughs> Tribute. Uh, no, it's not um, the best song. Hall, in the Hall of the Mountain King. <laughs> there is no song that does what it does better than Hall <laughs> than of the Mountain. Hall of the Mountain King. You could put that in any little slightly creepy thing, and it will creep it up. Or a kids show, or you know, like a Christmas show, or but, anything. But this song isn't <laughs> creepy. You know what I mean? Is so, it? <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe it is. But do we want like the best? We want the best. So here's what we have. we have: the second best blank song. We have the second best. I would say like pop song. Right? Yeah, so what's the number one pop song of all time? The number one pop song of all time. Should it's I look? It's like a Michael Jackson song. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's like fucking Thriller. thriller. Yeah. Okay, so. So we got Thriller. I feel like we've done the road mix before, and Thriller, <laughs> it was like some fantastic or something with Thriller. Okay, it doesn't matter. So our road mix is Thriller, thriller. to Second Best yeah. to, should I look up what's the third most popular? Um. Or, sh- or do you, th- oh, hold on. Let me, let me see if there's a, like, third... Is there a song about the third man? Is it the theme song to Lupin the Third? Oh, yeah, Lupin the Third. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's it. I don't even know what that sounds like. We'll drop a little bit in right here. Do 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 do. Oh, wait, that's tank shit. <laughs> oh, nice try. Lupin the Third! Okay, cool. Uh, so. Now, now here's the part where we decide, is this a road mix we'd actually give a shit to listen to? I would say no. I've never, like, as far as Jackson songs go, Thriller has never been a Me good too. one. Me too. Yeah. Like, it's fine. It's a good Halloween song. Yeah. Like, put it on a Halloween mix, like, but I don't want to listen to it for, like, all eight minutes of it. Yeah. I think a lot of the most popular Michael Jackson songs, to me, are like, I think Bad is fine. I think mm-hmm. Beat It is fine. I'll tell you what. I, I, I know I told you this. I don't think I told our listeners. I took up a little side gig doing uh, hosting karaoke at a bar uh, some weekends. Mm-hmm. Last night, I was hosting karaoke, and some dude came up, and he's like, how many Michael Jackson songs do you have? I said some names. He says, let me do them all. Yeah. <laughs> Throw them all down. And he said, oh, can I do... Pretty Young Thing, which is my hmm. favorite Michael Jackson. I fucking love PYT, baby. That's such a good song. What's your favorite MJ song? I'm more of a Jackson 5 guy. That, well, now, like, I think ABC yeah. beats them all. Yeah, yeah. But but what about MJ? Are you a man? Hold on. I'm looking at you. You're a man in the mirror, man. <laughs> yeah, I like that song a lot, too. Uh, it's a good it. one. I think I like his, uh, his... My favorite song is when he was Captain EO from... Uh, <laughs> From the Disney's Disney's Captain Yeah, it's like the power of music sort of thing. Sure. That was a good one. Uh, My favorite one, I might change it to Childhood, the theme from Free Willy 2. That's a good (laughs) ass. Black or White's pretty good. Black or White's not bad. (laughs) All right. uh, Now's the time in the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our snakes. This email comes from our friend. This is our snake. This is our snake, Tammy. Tammy says. Tammy. Tammy, we answered all of your questions in one blow at the beginning of everything to everyone. I love listening to you guys on my road trips, so I'm sending more fun questions to confuse and amuse you. Today, let's play Kiss, Mary, Kill, BNL style. Okay. Imagine the main character of this song. Uh, who from the BNL song characters would this character be in love with? Who would be their best friend? Ooh. And who would be their mortal enemy? So the second best guy. I think he would be in love with who's like perfect in these songs. 
Aluminum appears perfect. Yes. Are we just doing this album? Or no, are we doing I think all we can go across across the history of BNL. Do you think there is someone that it would uh, it would be? What was like than... the uh, the immortal the immortal lover from It's All Been Done? Oh shit! But they aren't perfect. In fact, they're far from it. I don't think they want someone immortal. Well, yeah, there's almost no perfect BNL narrator. Uh, oh, what about Call Me Calmly? Yeah, it was just, I was like literally just thinking about. It. I don't think they're perfect. They seem to be at peace with who they are. They're at peace with who they are. They're uh, see in my head they're attractive. They may not be attractive. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think. This person seems like they are... I don't think this person would be in love with someone who's first best. I feel like this this is a person who's set up to settle. Like, they want to settle. Oh, so this might be Go Home or... Uh, <laughs> Go Home actually is a pretty good song. Like, a good, good like the person that's waiting for you who's at home... No, Katie, obviously. Maybe Katie. Okay, This Katie. is Katie. This is Katie is the person they're going to marry. Okay, so they're going to end up with Mar- or with Katie. Right. What's, okay. What's so maybe about her? Uh, nothing. She's pretty she's okay. Yeah, yeah, she's perfectly fine. She's got a child. She's got some... She's got some commendable aspects. She's yeah. got some regrettable aspects. Sure, you know? absolutely. Okay, cool. Who would be their best friend? I feel like it needs to be somebody who would try and pull them out of their... This is probably the go-home guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so this, this is, is probably home. someone saying like, yeah, Katie, just hang out with her. You should go back and uh, drop a horse well, on so her. Here's... <laughs> Give her the old cat in the grave. Yeah, burn her alive at the stake. Here's here's what sucks is that she the, the narrator would be in love with Katie. The narrator's best friend would be the narrator from Maybe Katie. Katie. <laughs> like, unfortunately, we have two subjects in yeah, Maybe Katie, right? Very similar. What about, uh, let's say, oh, what about the uh, light up my room? Why light up my room? Because he seems kind of nice. <laughs> he seems like he seems like a kind of like he was your best friend back in sure. back in like elementary all the way up through high school and then you sure. like drifted apart because he went to college and you stayed around the hometown sure because yeah. you're, you're second best like yeah. you didn't get that scholarship you were salutatorian instead of valedictorian yeah he was the valedictorian now he's coming home and he's like oh man i missed this place and you're like fuck you <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but you're still friends like you still got like you still have to kind of pick up where you left off so you got all that old baggage so you like fall back in the old memes and like the old shit that you shared you know I'm sure everybody's had that experience where you go home. Yeah. Go home. Go, go home. home. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two two other suggestions. Okay. Two alternates. Keep it, keep it up. Uh, King of Bedside Manor. Mm-hmm. Right? I think King of Bedside Manor is the guy who's like, we got to get you laid, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like, whoa, that girl won't fuck you? Oh, fuck her. She's dumb. I don't know. I think the King of Bedside Manor is a little bit more open because he's got that riding crop. He's like, I don't He think... doesn't have it. He sees that the girl has that uh, riding crop. So I know. So he's got, like, he's adventurous. I don't think he's going to, like, turn anybody into an incel. Uh, okay. All right. I mean, that's the straw hat and old dirty Hank. Yeah. That's the, that's the guy who's going to turn you into an incel. Uh, my other suggestion, and maybe this guy is too similar to him, but conventioneers who pines for someone and pines for someone, and then he finds it with this guy, conventioneers gets it, then decides mm-hmm. that it didn't work. But I think second best is sort of in the same way, pining. Second and pining. best is the the guy that she sleeps with in the office <gasps> the oh, next day. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like her rebound from conventioneers. Yes. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. And then he and conventioneers have a big fight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who would be their mortal enemy? Venganzo always he's coming for them <laughs> well think about a person like this i mean i agree Venganzo, but like someone who is second best hates someone who is constantly chosen so maybe actually king of bedside manor is his enemy because he sees king of bedside manor like pulling these he is pulling down tank left and right good good <laughs> It's the like worst possible Porfirio phrase. Porfirio Rubiosa. Yeah. What's that? The, that guy, the famous Lothario from the like 50s, 40s, 50s. Oh. Porfirio. He's like the a Latin uh, diplomat from, I think, the Dominican Republic. Okay. And he was like under, 
what's the name of that dictator from the i don't remember pinochet i don't think it was pinochet but uh yeah he's this like this brutal dictator taking over the dominican republic and he's just like okay i'll go to paris bye oh. and so he was just like their um their ambassador to all over the place and all he did was sleep with women nice okay and uh sell passports his name and stuff. was wingardium leviosa <laughs> porfirio rubiosa i was pretty close yeah and he goes by ruby for sure porfirio rubiosa rubiosa <laughs> not <FYI>. rubiosa <laughs> Uh, I think his mortal enemy is tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel and he cut the brake cords <laughs> and that's why he died. What about, uh, uh, um... Oh, shit. Maybe his mortal enemy is the guy from Off the Hook. Not the narrator, but the cheater. He hates people who cheat, I feel like. Does right? he? Because he can't even get the girl he wants. So he sees people with the people that they have and they cheat and he's like, fuck you. You have something good and you have to fuck it up. Well, I think it's Aluminum is his guy. The guy, the target of the Aluminum aluminum song. Because Aluminum, he's first best, but he shouldn't be. Right? Because he shines like a star. He burns bright like Aluminum. He falls and kills dinosaurs. He uh, is like a star in the fuck sky. A night sky. A giant aluminum sky star. Sure. It's beautiful. But like, and so you see him on this pedestal, but he shouldn't be there. So this sure. is the guy seeing him like that. Sure. Sure. Okay. So aluminum. Aluminium. Okay. So to recap, Tammy, he's going to marry Katie. He is best friends with conventioneers <laughs> and he hates aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium to him. Yeah, my friends call me Al. You can call me Al. <laughs> burr, doo, doo, you can call doo. me aluminium. <laughs> Thanks, Tammy. Bye. Hey, by the way, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Nope, 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 nope. We need, don't tell them nope. We need more emails real bad. Folks, think up favorite ice cream flavor, favorite booger they picked. I don't know. We just need questions. Send them to us, please. How do they like their fire? Ebo. Train spotting. Train spotting indeed. Layer cake. If we're just naming movies, let's name them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Logan's Run. The Italian Job. Italian Stallion. Sylvester Stallone in Rocky 1 through 6. <laughs> Crank 2 specifically. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Where are we in the show? Oh, we're done. That's right. <laughs> oh, thank God. Do you want to plug any of those movies that you just named? I feel like we just did like 10 plugs for different Jason yeah, yeah. Statham movies. Yeah. All right, cool. That's it. Go watch. Uh, what's Statham's newest? Isn't that uh, Tango and Cash or whatever it is? Not Tango and Cash. Um, <laughs> Starsky and Starsky. No, it was the one, the yeah, two from Hobbs Fast and Shaw. Yeah, that's one. Fast and Furious. Job, 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 job. Double, double Fast, Double Fury. Ev. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, thank you can't think of a time when i'm happier than when i'm sitting in the studio with you wow I, I you know. just laid a heavy truth bomb on me i feel like i'm blown away we'll see you again in see you again in one week one, one week one week one week, one week.